do you want to be that person that can just have one handful of chips and be like, oh, I'm good. Thank you. And move on. Goodbye diets and hello, sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. Before I get into today's podcast, I do want to address how crazy the world is right now. I'm not going to say I know anything about politics or what's happening in Russia and Ukraine right now, but it's such a tough political climate right now. And I want to say that if you're struggling with this stuff and if life feels out of control, I'm right there with you. And for a lot of us, food is the one thing that we can control. And so if food is bringing you comfort right now, I think that's okay. I'm not mad about it. And the thing that I'll say here is I was looking into Zelensky the president of Ukraine, and he used to be a comedian. And I just find that so endearing. And I think that people that are more in touch with their emotions, and I'm assuming, I'm just going to assume that he's more in touch with his emotions and he's got a touchy-feely side. I feel like that's a really special trait, especially in men, because we all know if we're not in touch with our feelings and we don't know how we feel, we end up powering through and bulldozing through everything without emotion and we become robotic, which is kind of what's happening on the other side. So if you are someone that eats emotionally or eats out of stress, it's okay. It means that you're human and it means that you have feelings and feelings make you vulnerable. It allows you to have empathy and compassion and all of these other great qualities. So again, just a reminder, if you are feeling some kind of way and food is comforting right now, I'm right there with you. And that brings me to today's episode. I want to talk about this concept I was talking to a patient about today, and it just really sparked something, which is, you know how we all want to be that person that can just eat one scoop of ice cream and be like, oh, I'm good. Or, oh, I'm just going to have one handful of chips. Oh, I'm good. Moving on with my day. I think all of us want to be that kind of a person deep down. And let me tell you what I think is the secret behind that. So there's two kinds of people. One is I know I should only have one cookie, but what I actually want is the whole sleeve. Or I know I should just have a few chips, but I end up having the entire bag because I want the entire bag. Compare that to the second type of person, which is, oh, I I should have one cookie and one cookie is genuinely all I really want. Or, you know, I know I should have one um, handful of chips and at the end of the day, that's all I really want, one handful of chips. Do you see how in that first example, the should doesn't match the want? You know, I should have one, but I want three cookies versus the second example where the should matches the want. You know, I should have one cookie and that's ultimately all I want. And that's what we're all striving to be, right? The person where the shoulds and the wants are totally aligned. So how do we get there, right? That's the question. How do I be that person? How do I embody my my wants with the should so that they align? <laughs> the first thing that I want you to do is throw the word should out the window. Just toss it aside put it in the recycling, put it in the trash. Let's compost should. (laughs) The reason I say that is because the more you should yourself, the more you actually are setting yourself up for failure. And here's what I mean. So when you're saying I should do this, I shouldn't eat sugar, I shouldn't eat dairy, it it triggers the scarcity mindset, right? It triggers the fact that it's bad. It adds a morality to it. 
it also, um, on a subconscious level, the next time you are exposed to it, you might end up having more, even though logically your logical mind doesn't want you to have very much of it. Subconsciously, you're like, oh my God, this is a once in a year thing. Let me just eat all of it because it's so delicious. And I don't know when the next time I'm going to have it is that scarcity mindset. On the flip side, if I told you this cookie, you get to have this cookie every single day after lunch. It is actually your homework to eat this cookie every single day after lunch. By the end of the year and you know, beginning of 2023, if I gave you that same cookie again, you're likely going to take a few bites of it and be like, okay, cool, got it, and move on. You wouldn't want the entire sleeve. You wouldn't want more than probably one of those cookies because it was always there. It's been there every single day of the year and you know that it will be there again. So do you see how that's the abundant mindset kicking in of like, it's been there. It will be here. It will forever be here. I've had it. It's no, it no longer is that special. It has lost its charge. Now, if you extrapolate that for every food that you feel some kind of way about, maybe it's pizza or chips or ice cream for you, whatever it may be, if I ran that experiment with you every single year, so maybe one year I have you eat the same flavor of ice cream every single day for the whole year, the next time I give you that same scoop of ice cream, you're going to be like, okay, I'll have a few bites. I don't need the whole pint. Maybe one scoop is enough. And naturally, what you want is a few bites, maybe less than one scoop, which is what you originally intentionally wanted in the first place. But now you've trained yourself with an abundance mindset to naturally only want a few bites of it and you can move on. Same thing with chips. If I told you to have hot Cheetos every single day after lunch for a full year by 2023, you'll probably have a few hot Cheetos and be like, okay, I've had it. I will have it again. I don't need the whole bag. I can take a few nibbles and move on. So naturally what you want is aligned with what you originally said you should be having, (laughs) but you've taken away the should in the meantime. Does that make sense? So the trick is to take away the should and just kind of go with the abundance mindset. Now, the nuanced thing about this is I'm not telling you to tomorrow eat all the foods that you ever want every single day. I'm not telling you to have ice cream every single day after lunch or chips every single day after dinner. You can try this out one thing at a time. And I remember a year or two ago when I finally started to eat gluten because I was gluten-free for ages because I thought gluten was the devil. I tried it with one type of bread at a time. So in the beginning, it was sourdough. I got sourdough from, you know, the farmer's market every single time I went to the farmer's market and I froze it and I would eat one every single day for a week and I felt really good. It was part of my meal. It was really intentional. I enjoyed it. And after a week or two, and it actually took months because I tried this experiment multiple times over the course of a few months. Now you give me a piece of sourdough bread. I will taste it. If it's really good, I'll have most of it. If not, I probably will take a few bites and move on, but I don't feel compelled to eat the whole baguette. And so I'm saying that you can try this with one food at a time for as long as you want, maybe for a few weeks or maybe for a few months, or maybe you come back every few weeks and you try this again. Um, I don't want you to day one, like dump everything on your plate and try this exposure treatment with every single food. But this is one way to help yourself align what you want and what you intended on having in the first place, the quote unquote should part. 
I know this is pretty meta. This is having you take a step back and really approach it from this very intentional and reflective lens. But truly, if you want to be that girl or that person that just has a handful of chips and moves on, you got to give yourself time to be abundant with it. So it loses its charge so that it loses its specialness. And I promise that is the secret. If you are looking for more of these gems, I invite you to explore my Craving Food Freedom Collective, where every Monday, me and part of this community come together to talk about these things, to talk about this gap, right, between what we want to do and what we should do. We talk about our relationship with food and how we feel in our bodies. Every single week, we come up with things to talk about because there's a never-ending stream of questions and doubts and concerns and self-consciousness that comes up as we practice intuitive eating and we start to learn how to accept our bodies. So there is a seven-day free trial going on. So you can pop in and just see what the first seven days looks like. You'll be able to hop into one Monday session and get to chat with me live. And then from there on out, it'll be a monthly subscription fee. And for the first time ever, I will actually be adding in my 30-day guide to binge and body freedom into the collective. So you'll be able to get the binge and body freedom guide, a DIY guide with literally every single exercise I use with my private one-on-one clients if you join the collective. So I invite you to explore what that's all about. The link is in the show notes. So come join me there if you're interested. Otherwise, hope you have a great week ahead and I'll talk to you next week.